Hello, and welcome to the Bible Eater Podcast, where we devour the Word of God by examining it, praying it, and learning how we can apply it to our lives. I'm Josh Stanley. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Devo the Bible. We are in Philippians chapter 2, and we are finishing up this chapter by looking at verses 19 through 30. It says, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by the news of you, for I have no one like him who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own desires and interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth. How as a son with a father he has served with me in the gospel. I hope therefore to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also. I have thought it necessary to send you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier and your messenger and minister to my need. For he has been longing for you all and has been distressed because you heard that he was ill. Indeed, he was ill, near to death. But God had mercy on him, not only on him but me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I am more eager to send him, therefore, that you may be rejoice in seeing him again, and that I may be less anxious. So receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor, such men. For he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. All right, so we see that Paul had has a plan to send Timothy and Epaphroditus to the Philippians. Now, it would be easy for us to run by these passages and look at it and say, okay, these are just Paul's travel plans. But I believe there is more happening here. So far, we have seen a theme from Paul of humility, service, uh, unity, and boldness. And I believe not only is Paul telling them his plans, his travel plans, but he is also using Timothy and Epaphroditus as examples. Let's go back to verse 3 and 4 um, in chapter 2. It says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you not look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Now, let's see if the same theme sounds familiar in what we are going over today. We're going to go through verses 19 through 24, where he's just talking about Timothy here. It says, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by the news of you, for I have no one like him who is genuinely concerned for your welfare, for they all seek their own desires, not those of Jesus Christ, but you know Timothy's proven worth. How? As a son with a father, he has served with me in the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me, and I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also. So, so think about what Paul chooses to say here that connects with verses 3 and 4 in the same chapter. He starts by saying, I have no one like him who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare. So Timothy is concerned for the welfare of others, 
And then there are others who seek their own interests and not the interests of Christ. But Paul says Timothy has proven his worth by serving with him in the gospel. Then you go back to verses 3 and 4. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. It's clear that Paul is using Timothy as an example of this. When he talks about Timothy, man, it really points back to verses 3 and 4. And he is telling the Philippians, like he has been this whole time, be like this. And then he brings up Epaphroditus. He said, I have thought it necessary to send you, Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier, and your messenger and minister to my need. For he has been longing for you all and has been distressed because you heard that he was ill. Indeed, he was ill near to death. But God had mercy on him. And not only on him, but on me also. Lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow, I am more eager to send him, therefore, that you may rejoice in seeing him again, and that I may be less anxious. So receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor such men. For he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. Now, I know it sounds like I'm probably... Well, I am repeating this and I'm reading this a bunch, but I want us to get what Paul is trying to do here. It's not just travel plans. He's not just letting them know what he wants to do. He's using these guys as an example for what he's been teaching this whole time. Paul here says, honor such men. And that Epaphroditus nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me, he says. Paul is saying, be like these men here as they follow, follow the example of Christ, the humility, the service, the boldness. He, he says that Epaphroditus nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life. Now, what does that sound like? Now, to me, this sounds more like more of what we have already uh, read as we've been going through Philippians. Philippians 1.29, For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ, you should not only believe in him, but also suffer for his sake. Philippians 2.17, Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. So, He's, we can see that as Paul is talking about Epaphroditus, man, these, these two scriptures come to my mind right away because Paul has already been talking about these things. So these last verses in chapter 2 are more simply than travel plans. Paul is, Paul is giving examples of what he has already been preaching to them up to this point. So what do we do with this? Well, I would encourage you to read chapters 1 and 2 this week and let it challenge, because I'm going to read this too. So let's challenge ourselves to be the example 
of what Paul is trying to teach in these passages by walking in humility, service, unity, and boldness for Christ. Let's apply these things to our lives and challenge ourselves to be the example to others. I'm going to pray. Father, help us be more like your son, Jesus, our Savior and Lord. We may stumble at times. We may fall at times. But we are thankful that your grace is sufficient for us as we work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And as we try to honor you with our lives. God, I pray by the Holy Spirit that you would help us apply all these truths in our lives this week. And furthermore, in Jesus' name, amen.